0: Praise the Lord! It is awesome to be here tonight. I'm so glad you could be with us tonight. I'm so glad you tuned in. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, talking and answering your questions, taking your prayer requests. And yes, we are live, and we're back here in studio. Uh, If you've been listening uh, for the past month or so, we've we've been gone. And uh, I just want to thank Stephen Mitchell for filling in for me while we were gone into uh, the state of Texas. We were in Dallas and also in Houston, uh, in Dallas, attending our son's wedding. And uh, we went to Houston to uh, visit some uh, some friends and some relatives. So, like I said, it is awesome. It is great to be back behind the microphone. Uh, like I said, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. And we'll be here for the next hour. So if you'd like to call in. Give us a call. The number is 888 995 That's the live on-the-air calls if you'd like prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer. Let's stand in the gap together in prayer. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that we have an awesome opportunity. In Hebrews it tells us in uh, the fourth chapter, it says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a a, a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. So if you have a time of need... If there's something you want to bring before the Lord, I encourage you tonight to call in for prayer. Call in for prayer. And speaking of prayer, would you help me right now as we pray for, the, for this program that the Lord would just take this next hour and use it? So, Father, we come before you. Lord, we, we open this program with prayer because we come to a God who is able to do abundantly and exceedingly in all things beyond what we ask. Lord Jesus, I pray that the Holy Spirit would just come and fill this place, fill this studio, fill the airwaves, fill the homes, the cars, the, the wherever people are listening, Father, through their radios, through their PCs, wherever they are. I just, pray that, I just pray that you would fill that place, touch every listener tonight in a special way with the power of your Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. We're live here in studio, and we will take your call, and we'll pray with you for any prayer requests that you have. So the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. Also, if you have a Bible question, if there's something on your mind tonight that you'd like to, to get a better understanding or get an answer to your question, if there's something that that, that 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 you're pondering tonight on the Word of God. So if you have a question about the Bible, about Scripture, doctrine, theology, if you have a, a question on the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in tonight and let's seek the Word of God for the answer to your question. The number is 888 888- 995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. So, uh, we're back in town and we want to remind you that we get together on Friday nights for prayer and for worship. Now, uh, I've, you know, all, all this, these, these last weeks, uh, we've canceled the, uh, the Friday night Bible study because we were out of town. But we're going to start off again. On, uh, Friday the, well, be, wow, Friday the 13th. We are going to start again Friday the 13th back in church with our Bible studies. So if you'd like to come and join us for prayer, for worship, if you'd like to come and join us for the study of God's word, I encourage you, come back to church. Come back to the word of God. Come back to prayer. Join us starting again on Friday the 13th. December, Friday the 13th, we'll be starting again with our prayer meeting and Bible studies at 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's really easy to get to, just get on the 210 freeway, go to Santa Anita, and get off at Santa Anita, go north one block, and you'll see Foothill Boulevard. Make a right, go one more block to 1st Avenue, and you'll see us... At the corner of Forest and First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, eight hundred five North First Avenue, we're beginning our Bible study prayer meeting again on Friday, December the thirteenth. Friday, December the thirteenth. So mark your calendars and plan. I hope you'll plan to be with us starting again up on Friday, on December the thirteenth. Friday night, uh, in uh, two weeks, we'll be starting up again. So again, the, the address is eight hundred five. North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North First Avenue in Arcadia. We also get together on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Hills Church right there at the same address. Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor. So if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., again, it's the Hills Church at 805 North First Avenue. We want to pray for some people. As we uh, continue the program tonight, I want to pray for for a friend of mine. His name is uh, Frankie. Uh, Frankie and Sylvia, their son Ricky went home to be with the Lord this last week. And uh, we want to pray for peace upon their heart, that the Lord would just comfort them and give them peace. We also want to pray for Sarah, uh, Larry Hart's wife. Larry... Again, went home to be with the Lord this last week. So we want to pray for Sarah, uh, that the Lord would give her peace. And also for um, Ronnie in Houston, my BBCD, she went home to be with the Lord also. So we've had uh, quite a few uh, deaths uh, this last couple of weeks. and so we want to pray for peace, comfort upon the families. Uh, we know that our loved ones go to be with the Lord, but still the separation is difficult. It's hard. And it's, 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 uh, it's something we want to pray about. We want to pray peace and comfort upon Frankie and Sylvia, Sarah, and also Rodney and his family. We also want to pray for Minnie and for Frankie. We want to pray for Mark Mitchell and for David Nicholas. We also want to keep Jeremiah and his mom in prayer, Tony and Fernando. And if you need prayer, if there's somebody that you want to pray for, something you want to pray about, something you want to just bring before the Lord, like I, like I read, you, we, we come before the throne of grace. So let's come before the throne of grace. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. 995 5552 as we pray, Lord, for these prayer requests, as we pray for these needs, well, God? I know, Lord, that the power the power of the Holy Spirit is being released upon each and every one. I pray your comfort and your peace, well, God, for Frankie and Sylvia, for Ronnie, for Sarah, I pray, Lord, that you would be their comfort, that you would be their peace, that you would be their strength, Lord, to get through this time. I pray, Lord, that you would do abundantly beyond what we ask, Lord, that you would just bless them. You said in your word that you would comfort and give peace to those who mourn. You said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. This is a promise that you gave, Lord. So I pray, Lord, your peace and your comfort upon these families who've lost loved ones. Lord, I pray for healing, for many, for Frankie Mugodot. I pray your blessing upon Mark and upon David Mugodot and Jeremiah and his mom. I pray, Lord, for new beginnings. I pray, Lord, that you would change circumstances and situations through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in your grace, in your mercy, I pray, Lord, that you would do a mighty work. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for this next hour, well, 50 minutes now, but uh, call in tonight, and let's pray for your prayer requests, let's pray for your loved ones, let's stand in the gap for those who are in need, the number is 888-995-5552, that's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls, if you need prayer, you know somebody needs prayer, or you have a Bible question, call in, uh, we're going to go to the phone lines in just a second, so again, the number is 888 888- 995 Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to, I think it's Monica. Hi, Monica, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight?
1: Hi, it's my name's Monique.
0: Monique, okay. How, sorry about that. How are you doing, Monique?
1: Um, I'm hanging tough, praise God. Um, I'm in a pretty um, not nice marriage. Uh, my husband is a full-blown alcoholic. And because of my love for the Lord, though, I'm far from perfect. Mm -hmm. um, You know, he on a daily tells me that he's going to leave me. He doesn't. I've come to a point where I told him if he decides that, be okay with me. Um, But I can't take the abuse anymore. Um, And and I'm in a depression. Um, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm sleeping up to 15 hours a day. And um, it's extremely difficult. I'm trying to to make my marriage work i've been praying about this for many years and um i just don't see any change in this man
0: Mm. well we're going to pray for your marriage we're going to pray for your husband but i'm wondering uh monique you know what is he what is he is he willing to do anything is he willing to get help does he understand that he has a problem what's his you know what's his attitude towards the alcoholism is he, just...
1: he doesn't feel he has a problem. Uh-huh. He says that he is rock solid with the Lord and that the Lord loves him and that he is doing right by God. And I said, not if you're treating his daughter like that. Um, he doesn't believe he has a problem. Um, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. Mm-hmm. He will not go to counseling. He will not go to church. Um, I have a, a marriage prayer over the bed. Um, sometimes he will pray it but in his opinion he is, is is a good good christian man and is oblivious to any of his behavior yeah it sounds and like now, he's I in
0: just, it sounds he's in some real denial and you know yes, he, he you know he he doesn't know he doesn't know scripture that's for sure because the bible says don't get drunk no. drunk getting drunk is. is a sin being an alcoholic and addicted to substances is, is is wrong before the lord so i don't know how he can say that he's right with god well, he's, you know, living in, 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 in this type of, uh, sinful, uh, state, you know, um, right. so it sounds like he's in denial. Uh, so let's, let's he's pray. In denial. Let, let's pray. Thank you. Father, we come before you, Lord. And I pray for Monique. I pray, Lord, that you would give her strength, power, and wisdom, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would fill her with your spirit. Lord, that you would lead her and guide her upon the path that she should take lord that she must take that i pray that your perfect will would be accomplished in her life lord that you would direct her and guide her steps lord i pray father that you would come upon this man her husband father that you would convict him and open his eyes to the problem to the addiction to where he's at i pray lord that you would reveal to him lord the 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 Lord the just the uselessness of drinking and being drunk father it's this is this is these are chains that he's refusing to be freed from. you freed him from these from this addiction, Lord two thousand years ago when you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross, you paid for this sin, Lord, I pray, Father, that he would open his heart, that he would open his ears to the Holy Spirit, Lord to convict him. And to bring him to repentance from this, from from this addiction and that he would seek help first from you and then from others, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would bring people into his life to help him upon the journey of recovery and freedom from this addiction. Lord, I pray that you would do a mighty work to restore this marriage, restore this marriage, Lord, to the, to, to the place of freedom to the place, Lord, of being free to worship and seek you and living according to your will and your purpose and your plan for Monique and her husband, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can do, Lord, bring circumstance and situation into this marriage to where, Lord, you would direct it, guide it, and heal this marriage. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Monique, I want to... Well, I want to encourage you, Monique, to, to, remain in prayer. And even though he doesn't get counseling, Monique, I encourage you to get counseling, uh, from your pastor, from organizations like Al Anon. Uh, these are organizations that will help, uh, women in your situation. That has a, a, a husband who's who's addicted to to, to you know to, well alcohol in this case but they, they deal with yes. with alcohol with drugs with different types of addictions. Yes. So I would get involved. Yes. I would have I would I would encourage you, you know, to get involved with counseling groups, people that can help you in your situation where you're where you're at and get good godly counsel. Okay. Yes. Thank you. May I
1: say something really quick? Sure. One of the toughest things is. I have been freed from the bondage of addiction. I am almost seven years free from methamphetamine. God removed my obsession to use and my lustful heart. So this is one of the things of it is is I've been freed, and 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 to still be living in it, it's it's it, it, it's um it's incredibly tough. But yes, I I am in recovery. um, am in prayer. Have great Christian women to keep me accountable. So I thank
0: you so much. Well, God bless you, Monique. And let me commend you for for, for your recovery, for your healing from, from methamphetamine, from drugs. Thank That's, you. that's awesome, and it's a, it's a great witness and a testimony to the world, and especially to your husband. Because if God can yes. do this for you, he can also do it for him. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Monique.
1: Thank you. Good night. Good
0: night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer... If you have a husband who's addicted to drugs, who's addicted to alcohol, who's addicted to gambling, who has any type of addiction problem, call in tonight. If your wife, if you want to pray for your wife, if she has an addiction problem, call in tonight and let's pray. If there's someone who's sick, who's ill in the hospital, call up, call in, and let's pray. Prayer is where healing begins. Healing begins at the throne of grace, at the altar of God. We come before an awesome and mighty God who is able to do all things. Not some things. He's able to do all things. He's able to create miracles. It's a miracle that Monique is seven years free from drugs. It'll be a miracle when her husband gets freed from alcohol. God can. He will do it for you if you ask, if you seek, if you desire. So call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. 888-995-5552. You know, there's a scripture, I think it's in Habakkuk or it's in Hosea, I'm not sure. Um, If somebody knows, you can call and correct me. Uh, It says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Well, if you're lacking something tonight, a question, something Something that you need get, to get answered, I encourage you to call in tonight, and let's seek the answer to your question in the Word of God. What is your question? What would you ask? Do you have a question on the Bible, Christianity, church, doctrine, theology, whatever? Do you have a question about the cults, the occult? World Religions, whatever your question tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go back to our phone lines and we're going to talk to Charles. Hi, Charles. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight?
2: Yeah. Thank you. Um, I need, I got a uh, divorce and a while back and I didn't like it and I need to don't put, you know, sometimes I, I, think about my ex and stuff and they need to put that behind me and don't put that before the lord mm-hmm. and it's not it's not pleasing to him and i that's i don't feel comfortable today and i just was sitting here asking the lord to help me and i'm i just need to confess i'm something there and i need i need god to take to take the, the stony heart out and just you know, move on, and when he gets me alive, he's ready. Not Amen.
0: you know. Amen. Well, let's pray, Father. I just come before Amen. you, Lord, with my brother Charles, and he's just pouring out his heart right now, Lord. Well, we lost Charles there, but we'll pray, Father. I come before you, Lord, for Charles, Lord, that you, as he pours out his heart, Lord, Father, that you would fill his heart with your spirit fill his heart with your love with your joy with your contentment with your peace lord he wants you to take a stony heart and give him a heart of flesh again father i pray whatever happened in the past lord it's, that it would be in the past i pray lord that you would heal him from the past that you would do a mighty work in his life lord that you would order and guide his steps for the future lord that you would Just do, do, do you, Lord, I just pray that your perfect will will be done for his life. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Well, let's go back to the phone lines. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your prayers and your questions. Let's go back to the phone line and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
2: Hey, Sammy, how you doing? Happy Lord's Day.
0: Happy, Happy Lord's Day. Day. Happy Thanksgiving, Jeremiah. How can we pray for you tonight?
2: Happy Thanksgiving, too. Well, I just want to pray for everybody to have a good Christmas, for God to bless this Christmas, New Year, for 2020, and uh, whatever happened in 2019 it behind us. Mm-hmm. And if you could pray, pray for Lonnie, too, because you know Lonnie's still missing Nancy. Well, let's pray. For God to bring peace to all Lonnie and
0: Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. We thank you for 2019. But, Lord, we're looking forward to 2020. And I pray, Lord, that everyone would have a beautiful time of Christmas and New Year's, Lord, and that you would bring your will, Lord, to, 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 to fruition, Lord, that your will would be accomplished, Lord, in all of our lives, especially with Jeremiah and his mom, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your grace, your mercy, your peace, your comfort, and, Lord, all that you desire to do would be done. In 2020, Father, we pray for Lonnie, and we ask your comfort and your peace upon him, Lord. Lord, just I, I just pray that you would be with him, Lord, and that you would give him, Lord, your joy, your grace, your peace. In Jesus' name, Amen.
2: amen, amen. Well, God bless and you. I had
0: a quick question. Sure, Joe. What's your question? Let me ask you: Is it a said to drink wine for the holidays, like to drink wine? Well, Jeremiah, you know the Bible says, "Do not get drunk with wine." Uh, you know, don't, don't. Uh, you know, I, I'm not one of those who says that you can't have a, a glass of wine or you can't have a drink, but you know, I think about, you know, what is your testimony? Uh, what is your desire? Is your desire to glorify God? Is your is your desire to to live and have a testimony that gives God honor and glory? I believe that that you know that that does not include drinking. Even for the holidays. I don't believe that anybody should, should drink in a way to get drunk. I don't believe anybody should drink in a way to just use alcohol to have a good time. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. Uh, you know, uh, we just had a wedding. Uh, my son got married in Dallas and we did not bring an ounce of alcohol to the, to the wedding and we had a beautiful time. No, you know, we didn't have to drink. We didn't bring any alcohol and we still enjoy it because we have the joy of the Lord. Let right. the joy of the Lord fill your heart. Let the Spirit of God fill your life, not the spirit of alcohol. Okay?
2: There you go. And one more question, Mike. Whatever happened to that radio station, the outreach radio in Hollywood did, uh, with Lisa? She don't come I, on tomorrow. I,
0: I, really, I really don't know. I don't know what happened. Okay, yeah, Jeremiah. Really
2: come on. Okay, Sammy, good night. God bless, God bless, you. bless. Happy
0: Lord, Day. Good night. And let's go back to our next caller and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
2: Ah, uh, yes. I would like prayer for a family friend. His name is Dino, and he has cirrhosis of the liver, and getting the last the symptoms like the swelling, and the and the trouble with the esophagus. And I just want maybe could the Lord would heal it. Or. Amen. Amen just be be with him give him courage
0: father we pray for dino lord as elizabeth is called in tonight she's standing in the gap we're standing in the gap together for dino asking for your healing, Lord, asking for your grace and your mercy. Lord, you said for us to come to the throne of grace to find help in a time of need. Lord, we come to that throne of grace asking for help, asking for healing, asking for your power to be a bondino, Lord. I just pray a blessing upon his body. I pray a blessing into his life, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal him totally and completely from sclerosis in the liver. Father, that the doctors would be Uh, amazed at the change that they would be amazed and unable to explain it, Lord while we can explain it, Lord we can explain an awesome and mighty God we can explain a, a, a miracle that comes through prayer Lord, we stand in the gap we ask, Lord, that you would heal Dino, Father, that you would give him relief from this disease, that there would be a total and complete healing from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet in Jesus' name Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Thank you.
0: God bless you, Elizabeth. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Carol. Hi, Carol. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, Sam. Hi. hope you're doing well. Um, I've called in a few times about my younger daughter, Holly, who has the autism and the OCD problems. But mm-hmm. they so think she may have an underlying psychiatric problem, but they're not sure. All I know is after six years of battling with this and her turning more and more to for her, I am getting so despondent and angry and just want to give up and don't care anymore.
0: I'm so sorry for what you're going through, Carol.
2: <laughs>
0: Father, I just pray for Carol right now. Father, that your peace would come upon her, Lord. Lord, that you would encourage her that you would give her hope, Lord. Lord, you said that you know your plans for us. You know your plans for Carol to give her hope, Lord, for her future. I pray your blessing upon her, Lord. Lord, take her into your arms, Lord. Comfort her and let her, Lord, reaffirm to her your love, your acceptance, your grace, and your mercy, Lord. Lord, let her understand, let her feel, the closeness of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we pray for Holly, your beloved child. Father, that you would heal her, Lord, from whatever's whatever it is, whether it's autism or a medical problem, Lord, or if it's a, a, a psychiatric problem. We don't know, but you know, Lord. I pray for Holly, Lord, that you would touch her, or that you would... Touch her, Lord, in in the instant, in the twinkling of an eye, Lord, that you would make her well, that she would be healed through the healing power of Jesus Christ. As Jesus healed 2,000 years ago, Lord, you know, the Bible tells us, Lord, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we call upon the name of Jesus, and we ask, Lord, that you would heal Holly. Heal her, Father, to your glory to your honor, to your praise. Lord, that there would be an awesome, awesome miracle. And we pray for all the children with autism, Lord. There are so many. We hear more and more children every day being diagnosed with autism. So I pray, Lord, that you would take this disease, Lord, that you would heal every child from this disease, Lord, that this disease would become unknown, Father, that you would do a miraculous work. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Carol. I know the the Lord has a plan for you. I know the Lord has a miracle in store for you.
2: I know that, too. I just feel like giving up right now.
0: You remember, he's your comfort. He's your strength. He's your power, and you can call on him at any time.
2: It's very hard to hear her every day talk to the enemy like she does. It makes me cringe, and I feel so bad for her because she, when she was literally used to pray all the time for her dad. He became a crazy Well, you, you, you. She's suffering so much. She's so angry and broken.
0: Well, you have the power of God on your side. You have the Holy Spirit living in you. And greater is he who lives in me than he who is in the world. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You are the victor. You have victory. God has victory every time over the enemy. He's never lost a battle. He's never lost a skirmish. He's never lost anyone. He is The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who has powers over every spiritual warfare, everything, must bow the knee. Everyone, everything, bows the knee and confesses that Jesus is Lord and He is the one who lives in you. So whenever you hear that which brings you distress and brings you, and, and might bring fear into your life, you call upon the name of Jesus. You pray, and you seek Him, and He's the one who will go to battle for you. You don't have to fight the battle. He fights the battle for you, Carol. He's the one who does the battling. He just calls you to stand firm. Stand firm in your faith. Stand firm in your prayers. Put on the armor of God every day. You know, every, every part of that armor is defensive. It protects you. It doesn't go on the offensive. It doesn't do battle. The only part of that armor that does battle is the sword, the sword, which is the Word of God. You stand on the Word of God. You stand on His promises, and He'll get you through it. Amen? Amen.
2: Well,
0: God bless you, my sister.
2: Thank you. God bless you.
0: Good night. And as you remember, as the Lord encourages you, as the Lord prompts you, remember, Carol, in your prayers that the Lord would strengthen her. And give her power over these powers and principalities. Power over whatever's going on in her life. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer... If you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, uh, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, you can call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. Well, you know, last time we were together on a Friday night, we were uh, uh, studying Genesis, the 21st chapter. And some things I wanted to share with you tonight that I'm glad that we have time to, to share Uh, is from that chapter, the 21st chapter. There's something that, that, that that stands out to me right at the beginning. And it says in the first verse, Then the Lord took note of Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. The Lord took note of Sarah. The Lord noticed Sarah. The Lord never forgot her. And you know, how many times have you felt forgotten by God? You know, things are not going right. Things are, are just not shaping up. Things have just come, haven't come to pass that, that, that you, that you're looking forward to or whatever. And you feel like, you know, like God has forgotten you. The Lord never forgets you. The Lord never forgot you. The Lord knows every hair on your head. He knows you from, 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 from the day you were born to the day you, 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 you leave this earth. God has never not noticed or forgotten you. And it says here that he took note of Sarah as he said he had, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised God will bring every promise every promise that he's ever made will come to pass. so Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time, and this is what I have underlined at The appointed time of which God had spoken to him. God brings to pass His word, His promise, according to His time, not our time. You know, who who appoints the time? God appoints the time. God knows what He's going to do. And he knows when he's going to do it. Just because he's told you, just because he's promised to you what he's going to do, doesn't mean he, he, he also tells you when he's going to do it. He's going to fulfill his promises according to his timeline and not ours. I'm sure Abraham would have loved to have had Isaac a lot earlier in his life. I'm sure he would have loved to, to, to have had his son sooner. But God said, no, God said, "I will I have appointed the time for Isaac's birth, and I'm not going to do it a, a minute, a moment before that time because he knows the proper time. He knows when to do what he, what he's going to do when he wants to do it. You know And it, it takes me to second Peter, the third chapter in the ninth verse. It says, "The Lord is not slow about his promise. Don't ever think that God is slow about his promise. God is not slow he might be waiting but he's not slow he knows exactly what he's going to do and he knows exactly when he wants to do it so god is not slow about his promise as some count slowness we count slowness we think lord when when lord but there's an old you know there's an old saying that uh, god might not always be on time but he's never late did you hear that god might not always be on time he's not on your time He's certainly not on my time, but he's never late. He comes through exactly at the right time. So, as some count slowness, but he's patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. You know, a lot of times, God, what we count as slow, is really God's grace. He's doing a work. He's preparing us to receive his promise. He's preparing us to receive his blessing. And, you know, Jesus hasn't come back yet. Jesus hasn't returned. We haven't seen the rapture because God is giving time for all those who, could, who can be saved, who could be saved, to be saved. But there's a time. There's an appointed time. When Jesus will return, when that last person to be saved will be saved, when that last person to receive the sin is for when that last person to be born again is born again, that's the appointed time, and Jesus will come back. Jesus will return. He's promised that he will return. He says, if I go to prepare a place for you, will I not come back and receive you unto myself? I'm paraphrasing, of course, but Jesus said he's going to prepare a place, and then he's coming back. The Bible tells us that he's going to uh, uh, present his church, present his bride to his father, spotless and blameless. So he's coming back. Don't think he's not, He, and don't think that he, because he hasn't come back yet that he's not going to come back. He will return. He will do what he said he's going to do. The same way he did for Sarah and for Abraham, he will do for us at, at the appointed time and just because things haven't turned out right things haven't turned out yet for you don't think that they won't god has a purpose and a plan for your life jeremiah 29:11 i know the plans that i have for you says the lord plans to bless you plans to give you a future and a hope not for your calamity but for a future and a hope and when you call upon me with all your heart i will be found of you says the lord God will be found of you. You will find the Lord when you seek Him and search for Him with all your heart. So don't think that God is slow. Don't think that God has forgotten. God knows the appointed time. At the appointed time, God did what He said He was going to do. Well, let's drop down to the third verse and see that Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, who Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham, listen to this, Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears me will laugh with me. They will laugh with me. And that's what Isaac means. The name Isaac means he laughs. So Isaac's birth brought great joy, brought great happiness into Abraham and Sarah's life. And Sarah said, Who, will have, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And it says the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. You know, this was a miracle. It says Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. and Sarah saying, "Who would have said that this could happen?" And I think of God's miracles. In all of God's miracles, there's awe. there's wonder. Sarah was in awe of what God had done. Every she said everyone who sees everyone who sees me will laugh with me. They will be joyful for what God has done. They will be in awe of what God has done. Well there was one who wasn't in awe. There's one who who wasn't laughing with Sarah but laughing at Sarah. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute when we come back from the from the uh from the calls, we have a couple of more calls, and let's go to the phone and talk to Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hey, Dorothy. We have a very, we have a very bad connection. Can you speak up? No. Let's see. I'm going to put Dorothy on hold. Daniel, could you talk to Dorothy and see if we can get a better connection? Uh, let's. Take another caller and talk to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
1: Um. Oh, hi, Pastor Sam. Welcome back. Nice Th- to hear your voice.
0: Thank you. It's good to be back.
1: Um, yes. Um. I wanted to make a have a prayer request for my sister. Um. She's struggling with um breast cancer. Mm-hmm. I just recently found out. She's my older sister. And,
0: and what's her name?
1: Pray for her. Her name is Joanne. But I would also like to pray for. Our relationship because we're distant. We, ever since my parents passed, we just been very distant, and I Mm -hmm. miss her. And I'm really saddened to hear that she's sick. And um, I just want to pray that for her to get better and for her to be close again. For her to know I love her.
0: Amen. Is John a believer?
1: Yes, she's a believer.
0: Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that Joanne knows you, that she's a believer, Father, that she's a Christian. And I pray, Father, that you would heal her from this dreaded disease, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would just touch her. Lord, that you would touch her with the, with the healing hand of a mighty and awesome God. I pray, Lord, that from the, crown of her head to the souls of her feet, Lord, that she would be free from this cancer, Lord, that there would be a miraculous freedom from this cancer, there would be a miraculous healing from this cancer, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can do, Lord. Doctors are are, are able, Lord, to go so far. Chemotherapy and radiation does so much, but Lord, you go all the way. You heal totally and completely, Lord, miraculously, Lord. So I pray, Lord, for miraculous healing upon Joanne, Lord, from this cancer. I pray, Lord, for total and complete healing in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I pray that there would be a reconciliation between Jackie and her sister, Lord, that they would be able to talk and speak and laugh and cry together and just, Lord, that there would be a relationship, a sisterly relationship, again, of love, lord yes. and and companionship lord lord i just pray lord yes. that you would heal whatever happened lord in their in their family whatever happened in their relationship i pray that yes. you would that you would heal it that you would reconcile yes. them lord bring them back together yes. through the love that they share for jesus christ and for each other lord yes. i yes, pray for lord. these two sisters lord to be healed Thank you. lord physically Thank you, spiritually Thank you and relationally, yes. Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus name. Amen.
1: amen. Thank
0: you, Pastor Seth. God bless you, Jackie. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, or if you have a question, call in the number is 888 That's 888 995 Well, like I was saying, Sarah was rejoicing. In her old age, her and Abraham had a son. Finally, on God's appointed time, God came through. God did what he said he was going to do, and he gave them a son. They they named him Isaac, because Isaac means he laughs. So everyone was laughing with Sarah, except for one. It says, Now Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, whom she had born to Abraham. Mocking. So now Ishmael, the son of Hagar and Abraham. So Ishmael is mocking this son that was born to Sarah and Abraham. This is his half-brother. So Ishmael is a teenager by now. He's about 13 or 14 years old. He's a teenager. And what happens? His father has a son. And he resents Isaac. He resents this son of promise. God had promised a son to Abraham and his wife Sarah. And now Ishmael is, how can I, he just, he resents it. He hates it. Why, why does he hate Isaac? Because Isaac is the promised, Isaac is the promised one. Isaac is the son of promise to Abraham and Sarah. And, you know, God promised that Isaac would become a great nation. And now Isaac gets all the attention, and he gets the inheritance. Isaac becomes the son that Abraham was promised. So Sarah sees him mocking, laughing at Isaac. He's not laughing with Sarah, he's laughing at Sarah. And she's not going to have this in her house. She's not going to have this Egyptian, half-Egyptian little boy making trouble for her in her house. And she tells him, she tells Abraham, drive out this maid and her son, for the son of this maid shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. And it says in the 11th verse, the matter distressed Abraham greatly because of his son. So no matter what Ishmael is, even though he's laughing and mocking and resenting Isaac, he's still Abraham's son. And, and Abraham loves Ishmael. He cares for Ishmael. This boy grew up in Abraham's tent. And now Sarah's saying, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Send him away. Get him out of my house. He's not to be here. So God steps in, in the twelfth verse, and God says to Abraham, do not be distressed because of the lad and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you to do, listen to her. For through Isaac, your descendants shall be named. Through Isaac, your descendants shall be named. We know the names of Isaac's descendants. We don't know really the names of of Ishmael's descendants. We know that Ishmael became a great nation. We know that he had descendants, but so we don't know the, the names of, of Ishmael's descendants. Not through the Bible. And God, so God tells Abraham to listen to his wife and to do whatever Sarah tells him. Why do you think God told Abraham to listen to Sarah? You know, sometimes we don't always have clear eyes. Sometimes we don't make right decisions. Sometimes our our decisions are clouded through emotion, and I think Abraham's decisions would have been clouded through emotion through his love because of his love for Ishmael. You know, Abraham most likely would have tried to find a way to keep his sons together. Who wants to separate his sons? Abraham would not want to separate his two sons. So most likely he would have tried to find some way of keeping them together. But Sarah seeing more clearly understood that keeping Ishmael would only bring chaos and, you know, uh, destruction to her house. So this is clearly a conflict between Ishmael and Isaac. This is, you know, this is a prime example of what the Bible calls, calls being unequally yoked. And it's something that we don't pay enough attention to today. And in the Romania, and in so many areas, we do not pay attention to being unequally yoked. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 6.14.16, do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. We are the temple of the living God. You know, it uses a name here, Belial. What harmony has Christ with Belial? Belial is another name for Satan. It means worthlessness. Satan is worthless. He will bring no joy, he will bring no blessing. he'll bring nothing into your life but destruction. you know the Bible says that the enemy comes to to kill, steal, and destroy that's what Satan will do that's his his, his, his that's what he wants to do. he wants to kill you, he wants to steal from you he wants to totally destroy you. so what business does a Christian have? putting himself, yoking himself, getting involved with unbelievers. The Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. But we see it all the time. We see it all the time. Getting yoked with the world, getting yoked with unbelievers, getting yoked with, getting involved where we shouldn't be getting involved. Christians don't, you shouldn't be getting involved with the world. You know, the Bible tells us, do not, be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't become like the world. Don't get involved. Jesus said you might be in the world, but you're not of the world. Too many Christians are becoming of the world, becoming worldly. You know, there was somebody. You know, you, 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 there's a here, here's an oxymoron for you: a worldly Christian. There's no such thing. You're either in the world or you're not in the world. You're either carnal or you're spiritual. You know, the, the, there's a phrase, the carnal Christian. That's an oxymoron. The carnal Christian. There's no such thing. You can't be living, practicing sin, and be a Christian at the same time. We had a a, a woman call earlier, wanting prayer for her husband because her husband's an alcoholic, but he says he, but he claims to be a good Christian. You can't be a good Christian and be right with the Lord and, alcohol, and, and, and be addicted to alcohol at the same time. It's impossible. It's not going to be pleasing to the Lord. Alcoholism is a direct violation of God's word. It's an addiction. It's a, it's slavery to a substance. The Bible tells us, do not be unequally yoked. Too many Christians are being unequally yoked, yoking themselves to the world instead of to the. You know, Jesus said, uh, "Come to me, all of you who are heavy laden, and take my yoke upon you." We're to take the yoke of Christ, for His yoke is easy to bear, and He bears it with us. So don't be together. Don't be all together with unbelievers with the world. In the 13th verse, the Bible tells us, And the son of the maid, he says, I will make a great nation, because he's your son, he's your descendant. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar, putting them on her shoulder, and gave her the boy and sent her away. He did what he had to do. He sent her away, and she departed and wandered about, in the wilderness of Beersheba. God steps in. God assures Abraham that he will provide for Ishmael. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Don't worry about who's going to provide. God will provide. When we are obedient to God, when we're in God's will, he will provide. Again, I'm going to say it according to his appointed time just because God, just because God hasn't done something yet doesn't mean he's not going to do it. God will bless you God will abundantly bless you when you're seeking him when you're obe- obedient to him. you know the Bible doesn't say that God wants to, to to bring you down that God wants to keep you down god's the Bible tells that he tells us that he delights in the prosperity of his children God delights in your prosperity God delights He enjoys, he rejoices when you succeed. But you have to succeed according to his will, according to his plan, according to his purpose, according to his word, at his appointed time. He will do it when you seek him. Don't think that just because God hasn't done it yet that he won't do it. He will. We, we just have to keep going on. We just have to keep praying, keep seeking, keep walking. Keep standing. Keep doing what God wants you to do. Abraham was able to do what God wanted him to do, and he was blessed for it. He was blessed for it. Even when it got hard, even when it seemed impossible, Abraham did what the Lord told him to do. The Lord told him to set the set, set the, 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 the woman out, send her out, send out the boy, and he did, even though it was hard. I'm sure he would have rather kept his sons together, but he did what the Lord told him to do and you know even in the wilderness when when Hagar and the boy was about to die God steps in God hears their crying and he sent an angel and he told her that he would provide for her he said what is the matter with you Hagar do not fear for God has heard the voice of the lad and knows where he is lift up the lad and hold him by the hand, and I will make a great nation of him. And he did. You know, Hagar was reassured from God that they would be okay. They drank from the well that God provided, they lived, the boy grew up, and learned to hunt, and eventually became the Arab nation. He became a nation because of God's promise to Abraham. What has God promised to you? He's promised you salvation. He's promised you his, life, his will in your life. He's promised that He has a purpose and a plan for you. Seek that purpose. Seek that plan. Seek it in God's will and God's plan and God's purpose according to His time. And He will do it. Well, I can hear the uh, music playing in the background. And usually that means that we're out of time. And we are out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. Don't forget that we'll be back in church on December the 13th. Friday, December the 13th, we'll be back in church for our, for our Bible study, for, for, for prayer, for worship. I hope you'll mark it on your calendar and be with us at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Um, also, if you can, we really would love to hear from you. If the Lord puts it on your heart to help help us stay here at KKLA, I hope you'll write down the address. i will give it to you in just a second. Make your check or money order out to the gypsy Christian hour, and you can send it in to us. Everything you send in, whatever you send in, large or small, will be used to keep us here at KKLA. Well, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Have a great weekend. Don't forget to be in church on Sunday. We'll be there, we'll be in church. So if you're gonna join us, uh, at uh, at 805 North First Avenue at the Hills Church or wherever you go to church go to church offering to God glory offering to God your worship your sacrifice be in his house well, God willing we'll be back here next week uh, bringing you prayers and worship bringing you God's word So, God bless you and good night